whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, welcome to the <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I'm Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And we, we are, are here, here to, to rant, rant and rave. rave. <laughs> I've I already th- been ranting to you. <laughs> I think there's been the exception of maybe two or three times where I haven't said I'm great. And the rest of the time is usually probably a lie. But I think I just fell into that and the trying to be positive. Like, oh, I'm good. How are you? Nope, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I told you my phone has been blowing up since six o'clock this morning. No emergency. It's just life. Okay. It dinged every 10 seconds since we've been talking. I literally. mean, early. I just turned it off. I can't handle it anymore. (laughs) I got up, thought I had two appointments. I don't have one at all. And then I have one tomorrow, not today. (laughs) And then I had a self-tape to do whatever. You guys, Mm -hmm. listen, here's the main thing I was complaining about. (laughs) (laughs) So I was telling Jessica, and I'll finish telling her because I'm sure she's really eager to know. (laughs) So I have a poor boy's Roomba, right? So like Roomba is the electric, the the computer vacuum mm-hmm. that goes on its own. Mm-hmm. So I have a Neato, which is just cheaper than a Roomba. <laughs> mm-hmm. So is it spelled N-E-A-T hyphen O? No hyphen. Oh. But yes. Okay. Just Neato. no hyphen. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I talk to Neato as if she's a person. I'm like, oh. or about her. Like I'll say to Henry, where's the Neato? Because I have lost Neato before. Oh. <laughs> In my house. <laughs> I lost her for two days once. <laughs> like a turtle that ends up under a couch cushion. Yeah, exactly. Or a hamster that crawls on the wall and you knock a hole. Aww. Remember when Chrissy Teigen yes, did that? And she yes. knocked a hole in the wall and got it out. <laughs> um, so anyway, I love my Nito. And because I have pets and a child and yeah. shoes and all of that stuff, right. I have to. I run that Nito three times a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. So last week, I Nito's running around while I'm feeling very proud with my feet propped up watching some cat video probably. <laughs> and <laughs> I hear Nito, she, you know, she has a little buzz. You hear her going around me, whatever. All of a sudden I hear me. And I was like, what in the world happened? I walk into the hallway, Jessica. Nito has stopped because Nito is chomping and grinding. Lucy poop. No. My dog pooped in the hallway. Don't know why. And then Nito was like, this doesn't belong here. So now there is poop in the gears of my Nito. And Dan Tipton said he was going to clean it out and he hasn't yet. And I am afraid I will vomit on my Nito. Oh, my God. Because it's also been, I put it outside, obviously. Mm-hmm. And like, there's no chunks or anything, but like. It's been 115 degrees in Los Angeles yes, this this yes. chilly November. <laughs> so, 
so not only has it been yonking on dog poop in Manito, he's been cooking in there. <laughs> I know, I know how this happened. Hmm. This is the influence of Cutter. Clearly. Oh, probably, probably. Uh-huh. That stupid jerk. She's been biting my ankles all morning. She already I'm starting to wonder. She did moon you. (laughs) She came up here and walked right across the computer. Badass. So rude. Uh, Anyway, that's my that's all my poop problems, guys. (laughs) (laughs) How was your week? (laughs) You know what? It was fine. I don't think there was anything remarkable other than I was telling you I again have Every time I babysit for a friend, I have newfound appreciation for parenting. And Mm. I was yawning at eight o'clock at night when I was babysitting. Uh, The three-year-old and one-year-old had enough energy to keep going probably for the next 24 hours. And I was yawning like a lion as I read bedtime stories. Okay. (laughs) This is not a joke or a lie or a story to make you feel better. This is just the truth. On Saturday night. Mm -hmm. I was watching crime shows. Big surprise. Mm -hmm. Dan Tipton was watching old movies he's seen 10 million times. Also big surprise. We both fell asleep separately till 11 p.m. when we woke up and realized our child was still up watching TV. We were beeped. Hilarious. He was probably having a field day. You know he was like, I'm not asking them a thing. Uh Uh-huh. They are sound asleep and they will not wake up until late. (laughs) Because usually he's asking me for a million and one things. Yes. No, not a thing. He's like, shh, they're so cute when they're sleeping. (laughs) I just pictured Henry looking like Spike and like spraying the house with silly string and holding on to a ceiling fan. Oh, you know it. Hilarious. I was like, we are the worst parents. <laughs> we were just so tired. I'm sure. Oh my God. <laughs> oh well. Kids are exhausting. What are you gonna do? For real, they really are. Also, just life is exhausting. Can we just say that? Hey, yes, it is. It's so exhausting. It really and is. I've started sleeping better. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Jessica. So the other night, my sexy CPAP, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it fell off my face and in, uh-huh. in my sleep, which uh-huh. has never happened before. It was totally my fault. I know what I did. I was mm-hmm. being lazy with my hair and it slid off my hair. Okay. Mm-hmm. That probably makes no sense to anyone that knows <laughs> what I'm talking about. But anyway, I, so I slept quote unquote the whole night without that mask. It messed me up so bad. I, I can't, I could not think straight. I got nothing done. I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, this is exactly how I felt for probably 25 years. Yes. Every single day of my life and didn't realize it. Did I do anything, Jessica? Well, it's funny that you say that because friends of ours that have been on one for a while or like a year or more said, A, you don't realize, you think you feel bad and you're feel tired, but you don't realize it until you start using it. The drastic difference in how you feel. And they said, and then you start getting lazy. Maybe you had a late night. Maybe you're traveling and you're like, I'm just gone for a day or two. I'm not going to schlep my machine, whatever. Oh, I don't think that will ever be me. Well, they said now they go, it's non-negotiable. Like it's my carry on on the plane or whatever. Yeah. 
I can't do it. And they said one night without it. And I feel absolutely destroyed. Absolutely. I understand that. That's exactly what I experienced. So I guess if you have sleep issues, get a test. I did a home test. Yep. We've talked about this a million times, but it's, but it's the truth. You guys, like I knew I had sleep issues. I knew apnea probably ran in my family and nobody ever got it. You know, my dad has a CPAP that he still to this day doesn't use properly. Um, (laughs) So I kind of, you're going to make him. Yeah, because I, I know love exactly. How I'm pointing at you, telling you what to do with your own father. I told him the day. Health. Yes, the day I got trained on it, I was like, "Yeah, I got trained on my CPAP today because they mm-hmm. take you in and show you everything." And it's something. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Yeah, what'd you think?" And I said, "I think I know why it doesn't work for you." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "You can't hide secrets now because uh-huh. I He's know like, exactly oh, well. what you're doing now." <laughs> but if you think you have sleep problems, guys, I'm telling you i mean it's night and day i'm not even joking i'm not it's not that's not hyperbole at all it is night and day the experience of life yes it is really have no idea and then well and i think there's shame that comes with it because i think at least for me i was always like well it's because i'm fat Right. And so I actually talked to my anyone. It can. So don't be ashamed. I talked to my doctor about it and he was like, well, weight definitely is an issue for some people. But he was like, a lot of times it's hereditary. Mm -hmm. And he was like, like with you before I did my testing and stuff, he was like, you know, you might have apnea, but also you have a super tiny throat. Mm -hmm. He was like, so you may not at all. Now, come to find out I was waking up 46 times an hour, but so crazy. So I did have it. But yeah, that's like, I just can't, can't get over the difference. Mm-hmm. It kills brain cells. Yeah. And it can lead to heart disease and yeah. all kinds of stuff. But also just like, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit reflecting on my life because I am, we're both so hard on ourselves. Like I do not, I, I don't see myself as a successful person. And I know people sometimes are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, Because I've worked really hard to do what I have in yes. life and accomplish what I have. But I, I don't see myself that way. And now I'm looking back and going, honestly, I don't know how that woman did anything. I don't know how she had a child. I don't know how she got out of bed every day. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she made it to the grocery store. Like I can look back at Dana two months ago. And go, holy smokes, that yep. poor woman. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I just went off oh, on a tangent, great. but it's I, just so life-changing for me. I think it's very important and people need to take that into consideration. Yes, because I'm hoping that somebody who's been thinking about it knows that they probably don't sleep great, you know, will hear this and go, okay, well, maybe I should, because I'm telling you, please do. It's life changing. Mm -hmm. It's a great time for another reminder that if you have not had a physical this year or in several years, please get one. Please go do it. Just get a baseline on what's going on in your body. Just get a baseline of where you are. I certainly did. Mm -hmm. Just so you guys know, I have healthy kidneys and no plaque in my heart. (laughs) That's huge. It is huge for me because that's what killed my mama. Yes. No, that's major. So. And you are on top of it. I'm trying. Yep. Well, do you have anything else to report before we jump in? I really don't. I don't either. I had a pretty good week. Isn't Mm -hmm. that interesting when life is good, you don't have much to talk about? (laughs) It's true. It's like, nope, nothing here. Status quo. Just saw some beautiful things, did some fun stuff. That's all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I'm up for rants, right? Yes, you are. So you you give me a couple of things to choose from, and they're pretty short and easy. And so I'm actually going to talk about both of them because sure. a couple of them maybe just need a little opinion, and that's it. Sure. So the first one is the fact that it's mid-November and it's in the 90s in Los Angeles right now. Yeah, that's not fair. We all knew it was coming. All of us in October said we're going to get slammed in November because it was getting kind of cool. We had a couple of cloudy days, mm-hmm. but this is LA life. You think so? In the you've seen that meme. <clears throat> in the morning time, it's uh, full like spring. <laughs> yeah. In the afternoon, it's sweltering summer. In the evening, it's fall, and then late evening, it's full blown winter. <laughs> like we have every season in one day. You're right in Los Angeles right now. This is that, and it's that way every year. We can never fully put away our long sleeves no. ever, even if it's 115. It might be 42 that night. June gloom. C- correct. <laughs> That you're absolutely right. You're like, I was in and, a tank top and shorts. Not me, of course. But someone was. <laughs> Somebody was. And now they're looking for their juicy couture uh, sweatsuit. I just dated myself 20 years. Okay. Nobody wears juicy anymore. Well, you're also drinking out of your Golden Girls coffee cup. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're dating yourself all the way around. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. We all know it's coming, but it still hurts. Yes. It happens every year. We always know, but it still hurts. Like, it was so balls hot on Friday. It really was. (laughs) was Terrible. (laughs) And then, okay, so that's one petty little rant. This other one is also very petty, but sometimes we have heavy ones. So, very important. (laughs) (laughs) Why is Nicole Kidman cast as Lucille Ball in the upcoming Being the Ricardos movie? Unacceptable. Okay, so here's how I tried to not be a C-box about it. Um, because I, as a comedic actress, uh-huh. was annoyed. Which Nicole Kidman is not. Thank you! <laughs> Lovely actress. Yes. Beautiful, stunning, physical uh-huh. human being. Okay? We all know that. Very talented. Not a comedian. So what I said was, all right, but. What they're trying to do is they're trying to show the reality, the real life. You know, I'm a comedian. My life's not funny, at least not in the way it should be. Uh, (laughs) You you do comedy as well. I mean, our lives are not like, oh, funny. We eat chocolates really fast and giggle about it. No, we're stomping grapes with our feet. (laughs) No, I'm the woman who would fall off of the thing that we all watched that video for years because she was going, oh. Because she probably broke every bone in her body. Yeah. <laughs> That's my version. The pogo stick or whatever. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, okay, they want to show the dramatic side of Lucy and Desi. Fine. So I guess I get it. But here's the thing that upsets me is I know, let's take myself out of this picture. <laughs> I know a lot of comedic actresses who are capable of so much more than anyone else ever allows them to do and how powerful would that have been to see a truly funny person explore mm-hmm. the vulnerability that we all live yep. the the reality of why we're funny um yes. how things hit us on a personal level and how we deal with it or ignore it <laughs> like it would have been so impressive 
almost magical to see a truly funny person Mm -hmm. dig down and find that because we funny people, comedians, we're still real people. Yes. And we have feelings and we have lives that are not always hilarious. In fact, most of the time our lives for one reason or another have been more painful than most. And it's, it's part of how you it's why we're funny. Comedy. Yes. Exactly. It's why uh-huh. we're funny. It's our only way we know how to deal. Yep. Whether that's a child who maybe grew up without parents or a child like me who was very loved and, you know, very cared for, but saw myself as overweight and I was invisible to the world besides my parents, you know, so like we all have reasons for why we found I'm a people pleaser and Mm -hmm. I like peace. And so my way of calming any situation, even if it was self-deprecation. Just to make people laugh. Correct. And that's harmful. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) so basically anyone, you know, that's funny. They're probably (laughs) fucked up. But anyway, we learn how to deal with it. And what an amazing real show of talent that would be to see behind the curtain of Lucille Ball's story, but also a real actor who generally Mm -hmm. speaking, people are like, yeah, no, that's a clown. No, we're all multi-layered people. Right. I just think it would have been more interesting. I know. And also, I'm sorry, but the, I she know looks they tried. Creepy as she her. looks like oh. a cartoon mouse. Like it doesn't what? even look like her. No, it's like they tried to turn her into Cinderella mouse. Yep. And <laughs> oh, little Gus and Jack. Little Jack. Gus, Gus and Jack, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> um, the thing that is crazy, and I've noticed this with—I don't remember his name—but one of the newer, uh, new castmates, uh castmates what the hell is wrong with me one of the new cast members for this season of snl oh are you on snl this season because then it would be a castmate (laughs) (laughs) i wish you were you should be god i wish great there's a new guy and he does trump now he doesn't look anything like trump Mm -hmm. but this is where there's a difference right so i would kind of be okay with her looking like she does in these photos of her as lucille mm-hmm. if she had the cadence the mannerisms whatever this guy and i'm sorry that i don't remember your name young man but he does trump and it is so uncanny mm-hmm. as an impression gross because of it's just the cadence it's the yeah. way he has the way he taught the ca- that is the true mark of a good impressionist, impressionist yeah things like that so I don't really care if she looks exactly like no. her. You know, it's like there's other people that look more like her. It's can you get the cadence and rhythm and mannerisms and everything else down to this person? And again, no disrespect to Nicole, but I can't think of a single project she's ever been in where it's even been remotely funny. And that's fine. I wish I was an amazing A-list dramatic actress. Same. Playing Virginia Woolf, okay? Right. <laughs> really, no. I'd wish I was I playing know. Annie in Misery, the remake. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be so great. <laughs> but yeah, it it drives me nuts. Well, There's no and- disrespect to her, but my God. No, she's was, super talented. I would have rather seen, is it Emma Stone? Yes. Yeah. She's very young, but yeah. she does comedy, comedy. and 
uh, dramatic very well. well. And I would have I, rather seen someone as so young does, as her doing. So does um, Deborah Messing. Didn't Deborah Messing do a Lucy thing recently? I don't know, but I know that she always was interested in doing it. And she uh, very possibly could have been adorable uh, yeah. in that. Yeah, I know. But also not for nothing. The world is for shit right now right (laughs) like things are pretty crazy there's light at the end of the tunnel my son got his first vaccination we know that so uh we're hoping we're coming out of covid however i will say there's a resurgence in europe which means the u.s has to look out for that we're already getting warnings um so we're not through it completely Mm -hmm. i'm sorry but when i go to look for something to watch it's either crime and I talked about this with my friend Jen because she was like, why Why do you not want to watch Squid Game, but you'll watch crime all day long? And I was like, because I already know with crime, the outcome. It's not a surprise. Somebody's uh, dead. Mm-hmm. And usually I know who it is. <laughs> oh so it's not a roller coaster. I'm just seeing yep. the clues of how it came together, but there's I already know there's no, mm-hmm, there's no surprise. There's no, wait, well, maybe she'll get away. Nah, she ain't getting away. I already yeah. know this from the beginning. <laughs> oh my God. It's not a surprise. <laughs> That's but a very with, good point. I don't want to watch Lucy and Desi's turmoil. I know we all know mm-hmm. he cheated on her. Mm-hmm. He was, drove her crazy. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't want to, know that i know i hate that for them they were i I want to know and i also think that she she truly loved him so much oh yeah like it really devastated her yep and i don't think i want to watch that sometimes people don't do very well with their spouse having success and sometimes success that uh surpasses theirs it's really hard. I've you seen know, that we're... happen from friends' marriages where oh, one gets absolutely. more successful than the other. Uh, Especially one who... in what we do. Yeah. Especially yes, yes, yes. because it's so competitive. Yep. Now, I am so lucky. So are you because Alan couldn't care less. Right. Um, but Dan Tipton, when I met him, he was an actor. Hmm. So he gets my side of it. <clears throat> yeah, but he's in production. So he's grounded. <laughs> <laughs> right. Normal, but he understands what I do. So I'm Absolutely. Really um, but I will say, you know, every pilot season he works on a pilot or two, and if I don't get a pilot because pilots are not my thing, I'm not an ingenue. I'm not whatever. We don't need to get into that. I'll cry. But anyway, um, he always has a pilot or two, and sometimes I don't. And we are in no way in competition with each other. We don't even do the same job. Right. And there are certainly some years that I'm like, God, I just want a pilot. I know. It's hard. Yep. So if you're in the same uh, vein of career, I can't imagine. And they were on the same show. I know. And let's face it, everybody, she was the comic relief. I mean, I don't know if he was trying to be funny, but it was her. It was her. He was funny. Yeah. But to me, he was more handsome. Right. (laughs) Which clearly caused a problem for him. (laughs) His little little ding dong was running ahead of him all the time, I think. (laughs) (laughs) He's a good looking man. Very. Well, we beat that with a stick. (laughs) (laughs) Huh? Hilarious. Oh my gosh.
God, Jessica, somebody flipped me off again the other night when I had Henry in the car. No and, way. Mm-hmm. And it was my fault. Like I pulled, uh, he was going through, it was like a yield situation. He was in the opposite lane. I wasn't going to hit him, but he was right. I was totally in the wrong and I felt really bad. Mm-hmm. And then he flipped me off and sped away. So I chased him because that's probably normal. Uh, but okay. <laughs> I chased oh, him up to the stoplight because people are so stupid. They don't like, you know, we're going to have to stop beside each other at uh-huh, some point. Uh-huh. But anyway, he leaned down because I squeezed between two cars to get up next to him. And I go, <laughs> I go, hey, dude, I go, I know you're so mad at me. I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. You have every right to be angry with me. I really screwed up and I apologize. However, I have a child in my car. So next time you get mad, can you just tell somebody you're mad and not flip them off? Because I had to tell him what that means. And he goes, oh, my God, I didn't even think of that. I am so sorry. And I said, I said, thanks, dude. I said, no worries. I said, it was my fault. So I understand why you were upset. I apologize. And he goes, wow, thank you. He goes, you're the best. I hope you have a great night. And he was driving like a, this really sporty Porsche. He was very young. I don't know how he afforded it, but good for you. <laughs> but he couldn't. He was genuine. He was sincere. Yeah. It was really nice. He was like, I'm actually going to start thinking about that. Thank you for saying that. Mm-hmm. Which made me feel good. Anyway, that's actually that's, amazing. Yeah, and we had such a great um, little learning converse- moment. Totally. We had a wonderful conversation. And I said, listen, you're not wrong to be mad for sure. That was my fault. And I apologize. But uh-huh. the finger. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, Jessica, what's your rant? <laughs> I wish that you had one of those things like the cops started getting what, like 10 years ago? where they speak through a megaphone that's coming out of the car. It's like the yes. speakerphone of the, yes. it's beyond speakerphone, right? I wish that you had that. So you could, well, call you know what out. I do have is my karaoke microphone and it gets loud. I could roll down the window. Shut the hell up. What you can plug it into the auxiliary in it's your car. Bluetooth, and you're like, Hey, yeah. Child in the car. Don't use your middle finger. He knows that means F you. <laughs> Because I told him. I cannot. <laughs> what does he do when you tell him? Is he like, oh. I does he laugh? He, Is he shocked? He's not shocked. I think he already knows 95% of what I tell him. He's probably like, whatever. So like he just five. kind of, he has this really wry smirk. Just. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit of an eye roll just because I'm mom. i love it i tried to explain to him uh i was on our tv the other day Mm -hmm. (laughs) he was like oh hey look there's mommy and he was like i know and i said hey mommy's getting ready to do a job that i think you're gonna wreck it and i told him what it was i can't Mm -hmm. talk about it just yet but you know it's something for kids yes and um he was like I could see the the wheels turning in his uh-huh. head, but he didn't quite get it. And so I am stupidly building myself up going, oh, he's going to be blown away. <laughs> he's going to be like, that's my mom. And Jessica, that's not how it's ever gone down. <laughs> he's like, cool. Can you move, please? I can't yeah, see. I can't see the TV <laughs> <laughs> that you are not on because I don't watch you. Oh, no. <laughs> Hilarious. 
Okay, so my rant, even though it should be about fall allergies, since my nose is like a faucet. I actually said to Dan Tipton, I am Jessica this week because I can't stop blowing my nose or spitting or whatever (laughs) needs to happen. Spitting! (laughs) If I need to get it out and I'm at home, you best forget it. Like Dan Tipton's like, oh, he must sometimes be like, I married a beast. Because if I have that stuff dripping down the back of my throat, I I will puke if I swallow it. So I'm like, oh. it's Ooh. been perpetual, it, constant, <laughs> like a faucet. Yes, for yeah. a couple of weeks. Well, we've had high winds. It rain. I'm telling you, I think I may have even said this last week. I went outside and I thought that there was a fire and that it was yes. raining that fine ash, and yes. it was the wind knocking those pollen bombs and aerating it. And it was literally raining down everywhere. It was in my hair. It was all over the cars. Yeah. I'm dying, y'all. And it's 95 degrees. (laughs) I mean, if you're going to give me fall allergies, you can have the decency to give me cool weather. Cool weather. (laughs) Thank you. All right, this is uh, might be petty to some, but is highly uh, important to me. This is okay. <laughs> okay, let me let me start with this question, Dana, because I've never asked you this. I think okay. I know the answer. Are you team cilantro or no cilantro? One million percent, no, 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 uh, no, no. Okay, then let me ask the second question. Do you think it tastes like soap or you just don't like it in general? I do think it tastes like soap, like dish soap. Interesting. Lemon dish soap. So I guess that is really something that depending on your taste buds, you either taste that or don't, right? Yeah. I happen to love it. Oh, God, I hate it so much. And uh, it's very divisive in my family. Does Dan like it? Dan Tipton likes it? I don't know. No? I met my my blood family. So uh, like my mom and my grandmama and everybody love it. I think oh. one of my sisters loves it. The rest of us hate it. Hate it. Uh-huh. Interesting. Well, then you you're not going to care about this rant. I love it. Take it easy. Your <laughs> eyes almost popped out of your I head. <laughs> and I like it on weird things. I'm saying weird because you picture it on... I don't know why, but particularly either Thai or Mexican food. Right. Yeah. Very different tastes and cultures and everything else. Yeah. That seems to be the two um, regions that love cilantro. Okay. Well, somebody taught me years ago to add it on a tuna sandwich, and I ain't mad at it. Okay. It's really furious. I (laughs) why do people gotta mess with tuna? Just slap some mayo in there, leave out your pickles. I don't need your cilantro. Don't give me no onions. I don't want a crunch in my tuna. What you I want celery and pickles, and the best tuna in LA is at a little tiny hole in the wall downtown called Anson's Eatery and they put fresh dill and the most finely chopped jicama in their tuna and you have never had anything so good in your life. Oh yes, I guarantee you I've had lots of things way better in my life. I don't need no jicama. (laughs) You know, I didn't even know what jicama was till I moved to California. (laughs) I thought you were going to say till I met you. (laughs) No. (laughs) 
No, till I met CPK. They put jicama in one of their salads, and I was like, what is this white piece of board? Well, are you going to be angry that Trader Joe's sells jicama wraps? Yeah, I don't like that. That's not a thing. They're thin, and they're crunchy, but they're, like, have zero carbs. And, and flavor. Instead of, and... instead of a tortilla, but psychologically, you're like, oh, we're having a taco. But it's made no, out of jicama instead of flour. No way am I psychologically thinking <laughs> that ever. Okay. So then I don't think you're going to feel very sorry for me for this. No, I'm not. Because if you want to eat tuna, eat tuna. Stop throwing crunchy bunches of <laughs> shit in there. Well, Dana, <laughs> I'm going to bring you some of that tuna from Anson's one of these days. I'm going to make it, it downtown the for the four hours they're open. Only Monday through Friday. I will hold it up to your face and look at you dead in the eyes and say, I will not eat this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's the thing about cilantro. All right. Mm -hmm. It is meant to be chopped, right? Like you throw it onto, you sprinkle yeah. it like parsley or something like a garnish. Sure. And this came up when Alan and I were eating recently and he was like, I am so sick of people not chopping their cilantro and i'm like thank you is that an I, issue it's a huge issue it's running rampant in la and i even said specifically i know it looks pretty and like you just foraged a wild vine and casually tossed it across my pad thai but i assure you no one wants to eat full stocks of any herb <laughs> <laughs> you are just lazy so. and i find it offensive Oh, okay. <laughs> like, how hard is it? You rinse the herbs and then you do a little chopping. Yeah, I don't it think it requires they... hardly any effort at all. I think they think it looks pretty. Okay, well, I want to eat it. So then it's sitting there and it's all soaked into those tamarind flavored noodles. And Ew. I'm putting my hands in and having to pull off leaf by leaf from the stalk so I can enjoy my cilantro. But by then you're already mad. So did you enjoy I'm it? I'm furious. Of course I did. Oh, it's okay. Pad Thai. How could I not? <laughs> you don't like Pad Thai either? Oh, yeah. You don't eat shrimp. No. Well, and you don't eat chicken anymore now. Oh, okay. You can get the veggie Pad Thai. I don't recommend it. But they I... did serve that at a vegan restaurant I used to frequent all the time. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I don't know exactly what pad thai is um it is Goose. so delicious okay Goose i'm gonna tell you exactly it's rice noodles which you like right they're like those yes. yummy asian rice noodles sure uh so like totally different texture than like semolina pasta or something like italian pasta never heard of that go ahead <laughs> it's a type of flour very popular in italy oh okay never been there i neither i keep doing this like you all can see me tossing the noodles. tossing your noodles uh-huh so pad thai is like a wok tossed dish okay it's noodles yeah there is tamarind which god no. is that tamarind good what do you know thank know? you no thank you mm -mm. that's a theater over on franklin street i think look at my eyes yeah i know and my mouth I wide open i don't need it uh an egg they throw the egg in kind of like how they do with fried rice so it kind of just cooks up differently across the dish. Okay. Uh, traditionally, either chicken or shrimp are what's no. in it. 
uh, bean sprouts. I know you love no. those raw bean sprouts or no. usually what they garnish it with. No. Uh, some chopped um, scallion or like green onion. No. And chopped peanuts. Why are they chopped? Oh, God. It's just so good. I don't want any of that. Where's the goose belly? Isn't there goose belly in that? <laughs> no. There's no. no Christmas goose within the pad thai. Oh, it's no, so good. Oh, God. It sounds See, real if you were eating gross. meat, I would demand, I would like bring you pad thai one night. But I, but again, I don't like, I don't like Tamara and I don't like, uh, I don't like the, Tamara. I'm uh-uh. dead. I don't like her. <laughs> I don't like anything in it except noodles, I love and, noodles and eggs. Also, Indian food. Oh, some of my favorite restaurants serve tamarind on the side. Oh, hello. I don't like Indian food. Oh, for God's sakes, we can never go on tour together. <laughs> what are we going to eat? I mean, I can eat out of any machine anywhere. So you're the problem, not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are missing out on the funky, fresh herbaceous stylings of the cilantro what the funky fresh herbaceous you just turned pad thai into the fresh prince of bel-air i don't know what is happening oh my god okay a little quick segue before we take a cleansing breath that is much needed Uh speaking of the fresh prince of bel-air i have been sleeping horribly and my friend texted me yesterday morning at nine and no, I was not awake yet because I got up at three in the morning, sneezing my brains out and took Benadryl and it knocked me the F out. Okay. Oh, lucky. So she texts me, Hey, do you want to go to a SAG screening of the new Will Smith movie? Now, of course I would have gone. Whenever she offers me to go to a screening, I'm like, yes, let's go. Right. Um, I did not go because Mm -hmm. I saw it. Like I, woke up like right before it was starting she was like yeah i'm already here i'll call you when it's over but when she left she's like the movie was kind of long it was very good but i wanted to jam out before the q a started you know so she was running out she literally smacked ran into will smith hilarious like brushed against him and she said i was actually starstruck she said he is a very attractive man. Oh, I believe it. And Except- she said he just oozed superstar. She goes, that's a superstar. I believe <laughs> that. Yeah. I do have to say I am a Will Smith fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my <laughs> <laughs> my manager posted a thing this weekend, I think, that made me laugh so hard. It was like all these clappy hands and a picture of Will Smith. And she was like, what is happening right now? Why can't Will and Jada stop talking about their sex life? Nobody wants to know. Because <laughs> they are getting real deep into it. Uh huh. And they're doing those real talk tables I keep seeing commercials I, for. I like it. I've watched, I haven't watched some it. of them. It looks too and, emotional for me. But I'm you know very what? closed off right now. <laughs> I love it. And again, I love seeing the three generation perspective because it's Jada, her mother and Jada's daughter, right? Yeah. They all have complete, uh, I mean, of course, everybody has some commonality, but it's three very different opinions and ways of looking at life. Yeah, right? because I saw, doesn't Willow ask Jada, can, can you ever imagine being polyamorous? 
I think she did ask that. Yeah. I did not see which, that episode. Which Jada said, uh, like her reaction was like, no, I can't even. Uh-huh. And that actually surprised me because if you had asked me, do I think that Will and Jada are polyamorous? I probably would have said yes. Uh-huh. So right. I was kind of surprised by that. Yep. Because so their kids, I don't like to use labels like weird, even though I consider myself weird <laughs> and I revel in it. But like those kids are very modern. <laughs> they are. Well, guess what? <laughs> There's a new incarnation of Red Table Talk with Gloria Estefan. And I think one of Gloria's sisters or Gloria's sister-in-law and Gloria's daughter. I think she has more than one child, but it's her daughter. Gloria, as in, come on, do that chunga. Chunga, I know you can control yourself. And need longer, feel the rhythm of the music getting stronger. Come on, baby, come on, baby, do that conga beat. Oh, my God. Shockingly good dancer you are. We missed Get On Your Feet. It came to L.A. It did? Uh-huh. I do like Gloria. I know. I love her, and she overcame a lot after that horrific accident. She's a really yes. cool lady. She's very intelligent. I love hearing her speak and be interviewed. So you should see her and you think of like, oh, these are like modern celebrities and they're totally open mind. But guess what? Even with celebrities <laughs> like Jada Smith or uh Gloria Estefan, there's a lot of shock coming from their children. So they just like us are like, what? Yeah. I mean <laughs> I'm constantly asking my friends' kids. I'm like, I'm sure they're annoyed, but am I allowed to ask them again what the difference between this and that is and blah, blah, blah. And it's just kids are growing up totally different than us now. And you and I talked about this many times. Nobody even came out as being gay when we were in high school. Lord, no. It was not even, I don't think, an option, sadly. I had two friends. No. I had two friends in high school that I 100% knew mm-hmm. they were gay. But Not they could never school, discuss they it. They weren't. Yeah, exactly. Or think of even dating someone Correct. like everyone else was. They right. couldn't. I mean, do one that. of them I took know. me to a dance. I mean, come on. Yes. You know, totally. I'm, I am like quintessential. You know, we used to call them fag hags. Uh, i'm still called that in uh one of my circles of friends i'm kind of well if they say it it's fine (laughs) it's not appropriate Um, in our parents day it was called a beard (laughs) correct correct yes oh my god yes look at how we went from cilantro to talking about multi-generational normalcy of a a gay man (laughs) i love it Is today's episode weird? It's so weird. Okay, good. As long as you feel it. So very weird. No, we're not there. Uh, Why don't you tell people how to get a hold of us? Oh, yeah, that would be a very novel idea, y'all. They can tell us uh, how crazy we are. You sure can, and we appreciate it. Yeah. You can find us at the Rants and Raves podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. That is at the Rants and Raves podcast. You can find us on Twitter at raves underscore the. You can send us a direct email at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com. Or last but not least, you can hit the contact button on our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Now, If you're wondering 
what kind of benefits you can get by communicating with us in general, but especially online, I'm going to read you a little two-second blurb from me and one of our favorite listeners, our friend Tara in Montana. Oh, yay! She posted a picture of her hair, which looks like she's a hair model because it's amazing, gorgeous, perfect, and has natural sheen that I've dreamed of my entire life. And I wrote, what? Tell me everything. Your hair is gorgeous. And she said, curly girl method. I use a rice water bar. Never heard of it. Mm. And a solid conditioner bar on the ends. An apple cider vinegar rinse every once in a while. You have such a pretty curl pattern. I bet your hair would thrive with it. I have stick straight hair. Well, thank you for the tips. I've never used bar shampoo or conditioner of any kind, but I'm going to have to try it now after seeing your locks that look like they've been infused with keratin and silk. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so jealous. I can tell. Healthy. Never had that. Are you crying? Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, yes, boy. please hit us up so that Jessica can cry and tell you how beautiful you are. Uh, we would appreciate it very much. <laughs> I love that. Um, also, just rate, review, subscribe. It helps people find us, whatever. You guys know all this, but if you haven't done it, like, it sure not be our, what month is this? Our Thanksgiving present? Can yes. you just... Since we come and yell in your ears every week, will you give yes. us a Thanksgiving present? <laughs> give us five star review. <laughs> Thanks for giving. <laughs> Yay! All right, we have earned a, a cleansing breath. I think. Oh yes, we have. I don't know if we have on the show, but like from the time I woke up this morning <laughs> to now, I definitely we... earned it. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, so we like to take a deep breath in. We blow out all the bad things we just ranted about, no matter how nominal they are. Uh, And then we fill up with some laughs and some goodness. Exactly. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Take a deep breath in. And. uh... (sighs) Ah, yes. Peace and tranquility. Very, very, very nice. All right. Are we ready for corners? Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm up first with an excuse me corner. Uh, This is from the San Francisco Gate. It's written by Alice Fung and Matthew Chang uh, for Associated Press, so not specifically for the SF Gate. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I felt the need to say that. Uh, For sleepy Hong Kong residents, a five-hour bus tour is a snooze. All right. I might be on board with this. Let's see. Oh, I am. Travel-starved, sleep-deprived residents might find a new Hong Kong bus tour to be a snooze. The 76-kilometer, or 47-mile, five-hour ride on a regular double-decker bus around the territory is meant to appeal to people who are easily lulled to sleep by long rides. It was inspired... I am too. I fell asleep in a car like that. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, the 70s. Wait. I'm sure. It was inspired by the tendency of tired commuters to fall asleep on public transit. Quote, when we were brainstorming new tours, I saw a social media post from my friend saying that he was stressed out by his work. He couldn't sleep at night. And Kenneth Kong, the marketing. Pop up ads. What year is this? 
Quote, but when he was traveling on the bus, he was able to sleep well. His post inspired us to create this tour that lets passengers just sleep on the bus. Tickets cost between $13 and $51 per person, depending on whether they choose seats on the upper or lower deck. Well, listen, I don't care where I'm sitting if I'm going to go sleep. Same. As long as I'm not on the toilet, that's all I care about. <laughs> uh, let's see. A goodie bag for passengers includes an eye mask, nice earplugs for better sleep. The first sleeping bus tour last Saturday sold out entirely. Some passengers came prepared, bringing their own blankets. That's me. I, you know, I take a blanket to the movies, right? No, but I love that. I have a movie blanket and changing their shoes to slippers while others brought travel pillows. I've been suffering from insomnia, so I'm here to try and get some sleep, said 25-year-old Anson Kong. 25 and he already has insomnia? (laughs) Anson's got a rough, long life. He need to get a CPAP. (laughs) (laughs) He said that the tour was a good idea and more interesting than he expected. On Saturday's tour, the bus stopped so passengers could take photos at scenic spots on the city's Lantau Island. One stop was the aircraft maintenance area near Hong Kong's airport where passengers can snag selfies with aircraft in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Another passenger, Marco Jung, said that he enjoyed the tour because he usually falls asleep on long-distance bus journeys, saying it was a great opportunity to get some sleep. The tendency to fall asleep on public transport is a type of conditioning, according to Dr. Shirley Lee, the principal investigator of the Sleep Research Clinic and Laboratory at the University of Hong Kong. People don't have enough time to sleep, said Lee. That's why we have to use other times to sleep, which is our daily commute, especially when we're traveling on public transport. For some people, they may tend to associate public transport with sleep, and that's why they found it easier to fall asleep on the bus. I mean, Jessica, don't isn't this a sign of a larger problem? I, yes. Because but I, I, if I could afford it, I would take that bus tour seven days a week. Really? Yes, because I'm the worst person to go on a road trip with. If I'm not the driver, yeah, I will be snoring with an a- within an hour of moving, usually within 20 minutes, and people <laughs> get really angry. Okay, but I don't want to pay $51 to go sleep where I'm not comfortable. No, I can sleep anywhere, so there's that. But, Jessica, if you were sleeping and you had on an eye mask and earbuds and all this, like uh-huh. you have no idea what's going on around you, who's touching you, who's taking pictures of you, who's staring at you, they're going to steal your earbuds. Well, hopefully they're sleeping too. You got a lot of trust. <laughs> <laughs> you are right. Cause I was the person who taunted people on school trips. Like when we went to Washington, D.C., if somebody fell asleep, I was the one taking pictures of them or would write on their face or Jessica. stick your finger in water at a sleepover. Uh-huh. No. Yes, I was that That's kid. why I'll never sleep on a bus. <laughs> because of you. People like you. <laughs> oh, hi. But God. also, why are we not sleeping? I know. It's a massive problem. It is. And we've talked about this many times, the lack of sleep, forget about how irritable it makes you because you're cranky. It affects so many things within your overall health. Absolutely. From heart disease to diabetes to obesity, you name it. And it's all related. Absolutely. I mean, I literally, my sleep doctor said everything you complained to me about, like not being able to lose weight, uh, anxiety, Mm -hmm. stress, uh, hair falling out, (laughs) Uh things like that. 
he's like, I think when we fix your sleep, all of that's going to start yep. going away. That's how it can affect you. It's major. It's but major. Also, I love my bed. Like, I can't wait to get to my bed. So what if they could come up with like a dial by number, whatever, sleep by number bed on the bus trip? Yes. And a door that I can close and lock. Actually, that would be called a sleeper train. And I would like to do that. (laughs) And I'm I'm on board for the sleeper train. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I wouldn't pay $51 to go sleep. I'll tell you that. I'll lock myself in my car first. <laughs> I have done. <laughs> oh my God. What's Amazing. your corner, Jessica? Okay. This is an oh wow corner because I always love hearing about companies that do something incredible as a thank you to their employees, right? Yeah. Like sometimes it's a company that had a lot of success, but it was one owner for 30 years. They retire. They're like, I don't have any family or I don't have children on my own. So I'm going to split my $10 million of the or sale like of this company. The Spanx with... lady that bought everybody vacation tickets. So that's what my corner is. Oh, then cut that out. Cause I just ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not going to cut it out. The Spanx founder, Sarah Blakely gifts, employees, plane tickets, and money and y'all are gonna freak if you don't already know what this is so um spanx celebrated a massive massive deal um i don't know if that even made sense uh celebrating her billion dollar deal by gifting her employees two first class plane tickets to anywhere in the world I know. Okay. Two, I'd be happy with a free ticket alone. within the U.S. Okay. Same. North Carolina, here I come. Yes. <laughs> Blakely, who's 50, surprised employees with the generous offering while announcing that she sold the company for $1.2 billion in a partnership with the investment management company Blackstone. This is a very big moment for each and every one of you. To celebrate this moment, I have bought each of you two first-class tickets to anywhere in the world. In addition to the tickets, employees were given $10,000. Oh, my God. Okay. So I watched um, a video on the news with the employees, and it was so incredible because people were going literally to different spots everywhere they're like i'm going to croatia i'm going to japan like wow they can't wait some people this will be their honeymoon some people are just taking a friend some people are going somewhere with a family member they've always wanted to go and one of the employees said uh excuse me uh sarah blakely said with all my heart i love this brand with all my heart i will continue to love it I will remain a significant shareholder and continue to help the business fulfill its greatest potential, as well as continue to fulfill my greatest passion, elevating women. Now, I've got to tell you, I have two friends. Um, one I grew up with in Atlanta and one now lives in Atlanta that lived elsewhere that have worked for that company and were mm-hmm. there for years. And apparently it's a great company to work for. That's amazing. So again, anytime you're going somewhere where you're getting rewarded for your work, like truly reckon. And 
yes, they can afford it. But mm-hmm. how, you know, is Jeff Bezos giving his employees a plane tickets or a $10,000 No, bonus? He's, flies, uh-huh. he's flying his space cock up. Yes. She could have sold this and be like, bye, I'm never working again and yeah. screw all of you. So I love that. It's very, very, very cool. And like, what an incredible reward that whether you're the second down from the VP yes, or you're somebody that works in the mail room, you got this for your heart. Totally. It, because it doesn't matter. Like to her, that's not going to be a big hit. Right. But to these people, some of them, it's going to be one of the biggest thing that's ever happened life to them changing. in their life. Yes. I mean, if somebody did that for me, I don't, I'm not sure where I would go. Like I have a couple of different places, but like uh-huh. that would be life changing for me because I've never been anywhere. Yes. So many people have never gotten to leave the country. Yeah. Shit. A lot of people have never left their home state. I know. Well, I hadn't until I moved. <laughs> <laughs> That's really yeah. amazing. It's I love really that. Cool. First of that all, cool. thank you, Spanx. Because right? I can't, I, I have to admit, I can't wear Spanx brand, some of them. Now they have a lot more styles now, but mm-hmm. like I'm built like a glow worm. So everything just rolls off of me <laughs> unless it's Stop like it. sewn to my body or something. Um, So I can't wear like that brand, like this thing that comes up under your boobs. It uh-huh. just rolls down into my crotch. So <laughs> however, I think it was the advent of Spanx. That really created a lot of a lot more undergarments for different types of bodies and stuff. Yes. Like they were the catalyst for the things that I wear now. Totally. So I'm very grateful because I do not have a smooth body. And uh, I think you're I think most people do. Okay, you're nuts. I guess if you are someone who has size A breasts and does not have hips, then sure. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> I, I just think the majority of people do not have smooth, smooth body. bodies. All I know is I had to finally go buy jeans. Did I tell you this already? No, I don't think so. I had to go. So we've been on this health journey, whatever. Mm-hmm. I've lost a, a a large sum of weight over a long period of time. So it got to the point that I could not walk more than five mm-hmm. steps without my jeans falling around mm-hmm. my ankles. I wish that sounded hotter. Uh, (laughs) so after the second time of dan tipton laughing at me instead of helping me pull up my pants when my Uh hands were full (laughs) i decided to go just buy some cheap old navy pants right and i was like oh my god i haven't worn jeans for this entire pandemic because why and i was reminded of like uh what do you call them muffin tops and i was like okay I've lost a significant amount of weight and uh-huh. still the size pants that I need for my body to stay up on. Why are they squeezing stuff if this is the size that I need? So who's who's in charge of making these jeans? Because they're trying to make us feel bad about ourselves. So that is a problem in itself. And I know this from working in like apparel over the years. There is no international standard for sizing. So let's say somebody wears a size six, okay? You could be a four in one brand and an eight in others. It's ridiculous. Remember when- It's crazy. Remember when everybody was telling us here in Hollywood, or at least I heard it quite a bit, don't go to the H&M in Hollywood, Uh like on Hollywood Boulevard, Uh because the sizes are two sizes smaller than reality. Mm -hmm. And the other H&Ms weren't like that. 
it's just cuckoo. And I would always tell people because people get so offended or so hung up on their size. And I was when I would work in fitting rooms, I'm like, please just trust me. I was pretty good at gauging someone's size by looking at them. And sometimes they'd be thrilled because they're like, I don't wear a four. I'm like, well, in our brand, you do. Right, right. Right. Or I would say, please don't be offended. And like, who cares? Because people were so hung up on the number. I'm like, I'm sorry. Are your friends pulling your pants up and giving you a wedgie to look at what size you're wearing? Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. But yeah. It's damaging. They don't do that to men. No. (laughs) No, they do not. How did we get on this subject? I don't know. Oh, Spanx. 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 (laughs) I was like, why did I start (laughs) telling you guys about my jeans falling off? Oh, my God. Well, if you guys haven't noticed any pictures, she looks tremendous. Uh, She always does, but really proud of you. and Good, good on you. I ate my own body weight and horrible things this weekend, so we'll see. I had ice cream twice, three kinds of cake, a candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it. All right, you're up next. You are. I am? Yeah, for your rave. Oh, yeah, for my rave. You're right. I forgot. Sorry about that. Um, okay, so my rave this week is how to donate food this Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is coming up rapidly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Next week. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I was just I reminiscing the other night about last year, our Thanksgiving, how Dan Tipton spent six hours out on the street waiting. Yes, <laughs> I don't yes, yes, yes. All right. <laughs> Okay, but we know that during the holidays, Thanksgiving and into Christmas and New Year's and stuff, there's a lot of families that need help, mm-hmm. that need help with food and things like that. So here we go. This this is from feedingamerica.org. Um, you can donate to them. Let me just read you a little bit about it. This holiday season, families across the country will set their tables to come together and enjoy a Thanksgiving meal. Of course, for many of us, the holidays wouldn't be complete without a turkey and heaping sides of stuffing and mashed potatoes on the table. But for the millions of families who face hunger, celebrating the holidays can be tough. If you want to get into the spirit of service for Thanksgiving, donating food to your local food bank is a great way to help your neighbors create meaningful holiday memories. Here's how you can help a family put a holiday meal on the table this Thanksgiving. The first step to donating a Thanksgiving meal to a family facing hunger is finding your local food bank. The Feeding America Network includes over 200 food banks throughout the United States that work with food pantries and soup kitchens to reach communities. Once you find a food bank near you, you can find drop-off information, operation hours, and even the most needed items. Because of the coronavirus pandemic, some food banks may not accept food donations or have specific requests. Be sure to follow your local food bank's guidance on what they need most this holiday. Um, So I'm going to tell you, some of the things that they want most during Mm -hmm. this holiday season. And then I'll give you a few um, what to avoid. So Thanksgiving is one of the busiest times of the year for food banks. So they need healthy, non-perishable food. It's always great to donate to a food bank, but it's even in higher demand around the holidays. So look for items such as boxed stuffing, instant mashed potatoes, which I know some people kind of groan at. I got to be honest. I love me some instant potatoes. (laughs) I think they're yummy. Canned vegetables. Only kind I eat personally. 
dry macaroni. I survived off of macaroni and cheese and mashed potatoes when I was pregnant. Cranberry <laughs> sauce <laughs> and canned pumpkin. Uh, let's see what to avoid donating for Thanksgiving because food banks need to maintain high safety standards. You should never donate leftovers from your holiday meal, which rude if you do, uh, instead the feeding America network of food banks, food rescue programs works with restaurants, caterers, manufacturers to donate leftover food that is guaranteed to be fresh and safe for families in need. So anyway, go to their page, feedingamerica.org. Mm-hmm. Um, they even have a section here. You can join a virtual Thanksgiving food drive. Mm. You can volunteer at a food bank, become a monthly donor. Uh, there's all kinds of links you can click on that give you lists of the most needed items, all kinds of things like that. So check them out. Again, that's feedingamerica.org. Tis the season, guys. Yeah. Tis the season. The thing I also like about this kind of stuff is for most people, no matter what kind of situation that we're in, we can all part with, even if it's a can. A can. Yeah. Just buy two instead of one or four instead of two, whatever, you know, just add on to your own supplies, Mm -hmm. non-perishables. It's really not that much more. Totally. And a lot of places like I always get the thing each year from the Los Angeles mission, which is based downtown. Mm-hmm. And so if you can't go out and get stuff or don't have time or don't want to and whatever else, find somewhere local, like a local food pantry or food bank in your area. Because like for the Los Angeles mission, I think for $7, that gives someone a complete Thanksgiving meal. Wow. So it's like, you can literally pop a check in the mail or mm-hmm. PayPal them or however their thing works. And for seven bucks, that just paid for a whole dinner for someone. That's amazing. Um, so a little bit goes a long way. It's it really, always really incredible. Yeah, absolutely. And usually like the post office will often have a canned food drive around this mm-hmm. time of year. So you don't even have to get out. Yep. Um, also, like this website has an option where you can donate money and they have shoppers mm-hmm. that go do it. Or you can mm-hmm. donate your time as a shopper to take yep. money that's been donated and go get what they need. There's many, totally. many so many different ways that you can participate in helping families enjoy a good holiday season. That's right. Which is important for all of us, especially right now, I think. It is for sure. I'm looking at Alan. I know. I see. I saw him walk by. <laughs> Bye-bye now. how you always out and i always ignore anyone in my vicinity (laughs) i'm like okay move along nothing to see here my son (laughs) in the meantime is usually like tapping on my shoulder for 20 minutes (laughs) oh my god thank you the one thing he says always to me is you are so loud that's what he says whenever I talk to Jessica. Or he says, when you talk to Jessica, you are so loud. He says, why are you taking so, so long? long? Yes, those are his two things. Bless his heart. <laughs> He's yeah. like, I, I know my mom. She won't shut up if yeah. I don't bring it in. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you for bringing that rave thank to you. our attention. Yeah, it's an important one this time of year, guys. It really is. Okay, so my rave this week is something that I didn't even know existed, but it came from me buying myself a new water bottle. Oh, okay? good for you. 
Mm-hmm. So you know the company Nalgene, if I'm saying it proper? It's very popular, like the way there's those hydro flasks. Nalgene is like the BPA-free plastic water bottles with oh, a gotcha. screw off top. You've yes. seen it. You've yes. seen this brand. For sure. So when I was working uh, with the police last week, I'm on my way back and I stopped at my favorite little area in Costa Mesa. It's like a non-mall mall. Okay. Mm. That's a horrible description, but it's like 12 businesses. There's a wine bar. There's a couple of restaurants. The rest are stores. Oh my God. One of them's a bakery. That's mind blowing. Is it so like I always a strip mall? No, it's in Costa Mesa. It's called the camp. And I may have even talked about it before, but like it's outdoors. Oh my God. I can't believe I didn't send you pictures of this. Um, one of the businesses there, I'm like, this would be a dream come true. This woman, and by the way, this is not even my rave yet. This woman took an old Airstream mm-hmm. and it's permanently parked there. And it is her succulent, succulent. Oh. and air plant studio. Amazing. Her stuff is gorgeous. It's very well priced. It's like shockingly well priced. Even she had like one of her larger arrangements, which was in this gorgeous, big, thick glass round terrarium. Mm -hmm. It was chock full, but it's so beautifully executed how she does this. Chock full of little interesting succulents, air plants, and crystals. Like the one I couldn't get my eyes off of, like had amethyst chunks. It was magical. Her stuff's really well priced. I also got these stunning little lavender sachets. I'm like, well, these are perfect. Uh, I mean, it's one of those things now that I have them. I'm like, well, I want them. But I got them as like little gifty things. Yeah. Anyways, magical. I talked her ear off. She was probably like, can you go already? No. But I couldn't stop saying how amazing it was. And I was envious. I really loved it because people put a lot of their heart and soul into stuff like that. Right? But like she gets to be like semi outdoors all day, the fresh air. She's working with plants. I'm like, this is a dream. Yeah. In this cute little airstream. I, 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 I digress. Yeah. So next to it is this place called Seed People's Market. Um, S E E D. It's one of the best stores I've ever been into. Half of it is all Patagonia, the clothing line. Yeah, and I love Patagonia. I mean. <sighs> It's, it's made another so great well company. And a great company. A yeah. great company. So they have all the awesome pullovers, hiking, camping, gear, everything that you can think of, right? It's like a mm-hmm. mini little REI. It's mainly apparel, but they do have some outdoor supplies and whatnot. Then the other half of Seed is so stunning. Like whoever's chosen the jewelry, their book selection, their housewares. It's a one-stop shop. I could find a gift for anyone that I know in that store. And I love it. It's almost overwhelming for me. So Mm -hmm. I have to kind of check myself when I go in and be like, okay, we're going to get a couple of things here and then we're going to calm down. Okay. Right. Totally. So I treated myself to this water bottle. I just saw it in green's my favorite color. And it was kind of like a weird shade of green. Well, I didn't realize it's because the bottle glows in the dark. and it is part of the parks project so the parks project i never knew existed and now i did a deep dive on it and you guys 
please look into this. Go to this website. You're going to see so many products. You'll also probably now start to notice it at certain places where you go. Parks Project mission is to leave it better than we found it. Our goal is to protect and preserve park lands for generations to come by educating, advocating, volunteering, and activating park supporters to get involved in conservation. To date, the Parks Project has contributed over $2 million to help vital projects in national parks around the U.S. Wow. So it is incredible. So I'll tell you specifically, my bottle is called the Parks Glow in the Dark bottle. Okay, cool. Okay, so it says the word parks and then it has all the national parks listed. That is on so the back, cool. Right? So a portion of those proceeds are going to the parks project. So like all these different companies can be involved with this, right? Like Nalgene is a huge company that makes water bottles, mm -hmm. but this specific bottle they made as part of the parks project, right? It's so cool. Um, so my product supports the open for outdoors kids program led by the national parks foundation. I was just happy I was going to the parks, but even yeah. cooler to know something specific. So some of the things that it's, pardon, okay. By building, oh my God, I can't talk. I can't speak. What is wrong <laughs> with me? By building and strengthening our partnerships with organizations across the country, we're able to fund vital projects. Every purchase you make has a vital impact. So when you go to the site, you can see where they give money to. Now, number one, you know, we have a lot of different parks in this country, right? Mm -hmm. So like part of the proceeds go to National Park Foundation. It's kids funded to visit a national park. The National Park Conservation Association, new park advocates engaged. The Stonewall National Monument, the Christopher Park Alliance supported. Acadia National Park, which I happen to know is in Maine. Students given national park access. Um, arches in Utah, youth artists funded. Badlands, interpretive programs funded. Big Bend, visitor center and bookstore funded. Big Sur, which is where Dana got married. Right. Volunteers funded to maintain Big Sur. The Conservation Corps, the Channel Islands, Crater Lake, Death Valley, Denali, Glacier, Grand Canyon, Grand Teton. Smoky Mountains, Joshua Tree, Point Rays. It goes on and on and on and on. And each yeah. one you can open it and see because some of the money goes to every single one of our national parks. And you can see how the dollars are at work, right? It also includes the Sierra Club. It's such a cool thing. I There's love that. all kinds of merchandise, blankets, t-shirts, water bottles, whatever. Uh, so Urban cool. Outfitters. I was in there yesterday. They have shirts that are part of the parks project like oh, really cool, cool shirts like of yosemite and joshua tree they're maybe doing things more local depending on where the store is sure anyways again i bought it because i thought it was a cool bottle and then i'm like oh my god what is this parks project thing and i looked into it and so it was really that's a win-win awesome. yeah no it's going to a great cause so and that's a good size water bottle too it is i love it it really is. I'm trying really hard to stop buying bottled water and yeah, I have so a bottle and take it with me everywhere. Two years ago, my middle sister bought all of us girls 
uh, Brita water bottles. Yes, that's so, so I nice. can fill it up anywhere and it filters yep. it for me. And honestly, it upped my water intake. Absolutely. A lot, like mm -hmm. doubled it because you just sip on it and you don't think and you can fill it anywhere. Totally. So yeah, it does make a difference when you have a water bottle like that. For sure. Because it, it's just easy. You don't have to think about it. So you're just exactly. sipping on it all the time. Yep. And then and mine glows back. in the dark if I'm carrying it at night. It can be like yes. a little lantern. Absolutely. Your stalker <laughs> can find you so easily and murder you. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody downloaded ID Discovery app and all she does is watch crime. <laughs> Amazing. Because it's never a surprise. Someone always dies. <laughs> oh, my God. So awful. <laughs> it really is terrible. And I think that in my mind, I'm preparing myself for something. And I'm like, why would I be attracting that to me? I don't oh know. But I'm not God. the only one. I mean, we, the, uh, there's a large portion of our of female course. society that's obsessed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Unreal. Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. I hope so, because I've talked so much my mouth is dry. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most I talk in an entire week mm -hmm. when we record our podcast. I know that's shocking. Talking. No, because I don't talk all week. I have no one to talk to but my plants. <laughs> so when I get in front of you or another person, that's why I feel like I have to apologize because it's just verbal diarrhea. Oh. And then when I'm done, I don't talk the rest of the week. See, I'm having to talk, and it's not usually fun talk. It's talking to customers or to coworkers or whatever, mm -hmm. people, wherever I'm going to do jobs. And so I relish the time with you because we get to laugh, we get to cry, yeah. we get to talk about whatever the hell we want instead of me having to put on airs and try to be really positive. Yeah, I have no airs at all. <laughs> <laughs> I am void of airs at this point in my life. <laughs> Uh, are you watching anything you need to share? I'm almost at the end of my Wentworth. Oh, it's the third Jessica. week I've mentioned it. It's, oh, no. it's coming to an end. There's uh, four. I have four more episodes left, so I'm going to slow down the binging and uh, try to really relish every single sure. moment before it goes away forever. I understand that. Do you know? Oh. I, I didn't watch the finale of Lost for three years for that reason. Oh, I understand that. <laughs> And then Did I was you? mad at the finale, but that's a whole other story. I think everyone was. So I was like, I'm not watching that show. <laughs> Were you a Dexter fan when Indeed. it was on? Yes. Well, you know that Dexter's back? Yeah, I heard. Uh-huh. Well, I've been watching it. Is it good? It's different, but yes. I mean, I, I love Michael C. Hall, so he yeah, can like kind of do no wrong in Who's my book. Who's the girl that played his... Sister? They were married. And yeah, I never remember her name. I don't either. Uh, I'm sure she's lovely, but I didn't like her character on the show. Her, Not the actress. The character annoyed me. Sure, sure, sure. Is she, she back? She's dead, sister. right? Well, I don't want to be too much of a spoiler. <laughs> well, I feel like I saw in trailers that she was okay, back. Okay, she's I was, back. <laughs> I, was like, I thought she was dead. It kind of made well, me Well, you'll have to people. watch to see how she's dead. Oh, now I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> well... I haven't, I'm trying to think. I've been watching Family Guy mm -hmm. and Crime. Uh huh. Yeah, that's kind of my life right now. <laughs> so 
I don't have anything new. Yeah. I don't have anything new. But I did bring an interesting point to ponder. I Great. I feel like our last point to ponder was pretty heavy, so I brought something a little mm-hmm. lighter. Um, no, I just op- I took a screenshot of it. But unfortunately, when I open my phone, it's not because of my severe love for myself, but I have a million and one photos and videos of my boobs and my face uh-huh. and me talking. It goes um, on selfie mode because you were just using that for your to tape your audition. For my tape. Correct. Yes. Uh-huh. I have so many pictures of my own boobs. It's ridiculous. Yes. There's nothing more horrifying than turning. I don't know how it happens. I do it every single time. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Anyway, I took a picture of this. Here we go. The way this is from Good Housekeeping, by the way. I don't want to, I don't want to steal information from anyone. And some of you may know this already, but did you know that the way you eat Oreos says something about your personality? Craft Foods once surveyed hundreds of Oreo eaters. Check out these cookie butter Oreos. That's a link I don't have because I took a screenshot, <laughs> so I don't know what that means. Anyway, um, biters. Ew, I don't like it. I don't like it to be called biters. Biters are easygoing and self-confident, while dunkers displayed more energetic and adventurous qualities. Twisters, hmm. on the other hand, are sensitive and trendy. What about what people that just shove the whole thing in their mouth? I think that's a, well, that's not a bite. <laughs> <laughs> and by the whole thing, do you mean the whole package or the whole cookie? Uh, the whole cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to clarify because I could put the whole package in my face. Uh, um, I am I am a dunker. I'm a dunker, so I'm energetic and adventurous. That just means crazy. That's a mm-hmm. nice way of saying crazy. Mm-hmm. I kind of do whatever suits the mood. I'm serious. I've been guilty of all three. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I twist. Sometimes I dunk. Sometimes I shove. Or bite. I'm a dunker. I'm a shover. I'm a biter. I would not say that I'm a twister. Yeah. I've never been a twister. You never did that to try the cream just on its no, own? No, I, like, I don't like a cream lick. Mm. It's too much. It's too sweet. Well, I'll tell you, um, Alan's a dunker. He's Italian, so he dunks anything in cookie form into coffee. Yeah, Dan Tipton's a coffee dunker. There's that's it's too crazy. Milk dunkers versus coffee dunkers, very different. I just I'd... <laughs> thought of something that is giving me such joy. What? It just is scary that a year has already come and gone. But I remember last year the adorable thoughtful gift that you attempted to make for one Dan Tipton. Ugh, and it was such a failure. And it was the cookie dunkers that hang onto the side of a teacup or coffee mug. Yeah. And I wish that they had seen it so that you could have been brought onto the show Nailed It. (laughs) You're rude! (laughs) You're so rude! You're so right! They were a nightmare! That was the sweetest, most thoughtful thing, trying to make those. And I was only laughing because I couldn't have done it any better. I don't, I can't remember what I did so wrong, but it was very, it was wrong to the point that I had to use icing to label the cookies so he would know what they were. I'm dying. (laughs) Like I wrote on one of them teacup because it was not recognizable. (laughs) 
I don't even remember if I told you this or not, but I was like crying talking about that and something else. I feel like there was also something, something else we had I brought it up, up on the no, we had brought it up on the podcast <laughs> that you were making sugar cookies with Henry or something. And our dear friend Sarah said, Sarah Standard said, you know, Dana could reach out to me anytime with baking questions and I'd be happy to help her because she used to be a oh. professional baker. Would she like to always be my professional baker? <laughs> Because we all know that my child has legitimately said to my face, you know, you're not a good cook, right? Oh, boy. <laughs> and I just said, I do. Thank you. <laughs> like, I'll own it. <laughs> we all have strengths, and that is not one of mine. But I don't remember what it was. There was something. I don't remember what you had made. We were talking about it. And then she's like, God, it felt so bad if she had just, I don't know. I'm just inferring, right? Yeah. She had said something like, if she had just frozen the dough for 20 minutes, that's it exactly what other, more. yes. Other people messaged me and said that. It's things like that. And I was like, all right, I'll let her know. She's yeah, one hell I of a baker. Oh my well, God. That's wonderful. Here's the problem I don't have the desire to create <laughs> brain space in my head for that sort of thing. I can, I don't like it. I don't want it. Hilarious. <laughs> I don't even know how to end this show. I'm disappointed in myself. I'm disappointed in you for bringing it up. <laughs> Jessica, I love you. I love you too. Thank it's you so for this. It's so fun to get to play with you. <laughs> I don't, oftentimes I'm like, do people even listen to half of this? I have no idea, but I certainly enjoy doing it with you. <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> we'll be back again next Tuesday with our weirdo selves. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> bye. Bye bye. Ugh, cuckoo pants crazy. <laughs> <laughs>